This is the most basic and straight shooting NFT podcast out there with one main goal. I want you to win. Kia ora whanau. So welcome back to that NFT podcast. My name is Kieran Headley. I am your host as always. And we're here to talk about how you can learn how to make money on NFTs without losing any money initially, right? Because we all want to be able to invest our money and get a great return, right? I mean, that's obvious, that's clear. But how do we learn about going about that without needing to go through the hardships of so many losses? Now, here are four key steps that you can take in order to practice uh, and learn what is a good NFT project and what is not a good NFT project without you needing to go through so many hardships, uh, rug pulls, um, uh, scams, um, and yeah, just terrible overall projects and then losing a bunch of money. So uh, these are usually what you'd see, what you'd look at when you're looking at maybe stocks as well. Uh or just in general, if you're wanting to invest in someone else's business, because essentially that's what you're doing with this is you are actually investing in someone else's business. It's a project. NFTs are a pro- uh, have people behind them that build them. <laughs> right? So that comes to our very first point, which is how much can you trust the person behind the project? This is so key, right? So now if you go and say, start watching uh, the growth or the fall of a particular project and you know of the person behind it for example look at impact theory with tom Ballou, right so tom Ballou being behind impact theory's projects so they've got the founders key they've also got merry mods that is coming out shortly that i will be investing in by the way because i get a free mint right so mint meaning of course buying it from its source rather than buying it from the marketplace aka OpenSea. And uh, so Christmas one, I'm just going to sort of drop, drop, drop this in here because I think it's a great project. This is not financial advice, guys. All right. You make your own decisions, do your own research. Um, this is just something that I'm going to be um, going for. Um, you know, what you decide to do is up to you. Um, this is a, I think this is a great long-term project and uh, I get a free mint because of the fact that I have a legendary key and a heroic key from his impact theory founders key project. Right, so you look at that project and you, and you can ask yourself, okay, how well is this doing? Well, right now it's not doing that well. So you might actually look at the project and think, okay, well, Tom Ballou might not be good for the NFT space. <laughs> but when you actually delve much deeper into the community, you'll start to see that actually, in general, it is going well because the community behind it is still so strong. And you can tell based on the community that's behind it, based on not just the roadmap, but the fact that they've been executing on the roadmap is showing a great level of trust, right? Now, where you can find uh, project roadmaps, because when I say the word roadmap, people might be like, what do you mean? (laughs) Go to a project's Discord or website, and or website, and generally in the Discord, you'll find that there'll be a feed point that will be titled roadmap, and you can go there and you can find it. But usually there's gonna be a much more detailed roadmap if you go to the website of the NFT project, right? Uh, Most, well, every single, uh, almost every single NFT project that I've seen has a website behind it, right? And you can go to the website, you can find out uh, uh, their roadmap. Usually they're gonna have a roadmap link and you can have a look what they're planning to do. Doesn't mean that they will do it all the time, okay? Many NFT projects, uh, yeah, don't execute on their roadmap. So you gotta be careful with that. You gotta actually look at 
coming back to the first point, who is behind it, right? Now, that's one part of it is maybe you're looking at someone who is behind an NFT project that is already successful or already doing well or already has established a great community and will most likely establish another great community. So you can watch the people, then you can get an understanding of what kinds of people are great at these sorts of projects as well. So now not only do you have individuals in mind, names, aka Gary V is a great one, okay, aka that's IE Gary V. <laughs> that was a terrible utilization of um, uh, what, what, what are what are the little, I can't remember the, yeah, anyway, I can't remember the word for when you use the letters instead of the words, anyway. Um, not abbreviations, no. Anyway, you guys know what I mean. <laughs> so Gary V is bringing up VFriends 2 in quarter two of next year. So that'll be um, April, May, or June by the sounds of it. And with VFriends 2 coming out, uh, it's clear that VFriends 1 has done significantly well compared to most NFT projects out there. So you can tell that while he's already been successful with that, therefore he's likely to be successful with the second one as well, even though most of his attention goes towards the first. So that's always a great one to look at. Um, so long as you get into those projects early, that is. Uh, and then, of course, the types of people, right? So the types of people I usually look at for NFT projects are... Um, people that are serial entrepreneurs, right? So Tom Ballou, right, of Quest Nutrition, of Impact Theory, and of various other um, fantastic businesses that he's involved in. Uh, you look at Gary Vaynerchuk um, of VaynerMedia, VaynerX, right, Vayner Sports, uh, and of course of VFriends, right? He's done significantly well, as well as um, so many other ventures that he's um, put his fingers and toes into. And then you'll also look at, say, this is why I like Gambling 8. So they've got a whole team of serial entrepreneurs that are involved in it. Uh, that's why I looked at Gambling Apps initially and thought, man, these guys not only have a vision, a great vision, but also as well the ability to execute on their vision because uh, how they've executed on other projects, not in the NFT space, but other projects or other businesses have been amazing, that's outstanding, right? They've followed through with the things that they've said on the other businesses. So therefore, they're probably likely to follow through with the things with the NFT space as well that they've announced. So hence my um, enjoyment or my love of gambling apes. So that's why I reinvested just the other day actually, because I did sell my gambling ape uh, a few weeks ago for a good profit. And then floor price came back down again because NFTs are going through a bit of a bear market, which is a great time to buy, by the way. Great time to invest is during this bear market at the moment. I don't know when it will go back to a bull market. I'm sure it will start to shift. Bull market, of course, for those that haven't been in stocks or crypto, just means that the market is growing whereas and increasing, whereas the um, bear market is when the market is crashing, decreasing or becoming uh, less in some shape or form. Now, uh, people behind it, that's the first point. Now, the second thing that is great to look at is, do, 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 is trends, okay? So study the trends. So you've got study the people. The second point is study the trends, right? So um, a great example of trends that have done very well are uh, the um, pixelated version, sort of like the 1970s slash 80s sort of Game Boy figures where they take like an 8-bit JPEG and then they blow it up into, you know, a full-on scaled JPEG. And now it's just, just like these big block blotches of pixels that make up the art piece. A in other words, i.e., there we go, right utilization of it, 
CryptoPunks. Okay, now CryptoPunks right now, the cheapest one that I've seen go anyway recently when I was looking at their open, the OpenSea trades was around about 700,000 USD, just a little bit over. And uh, that's, you know, there's 10,000 of them, but there will only ever be 10,000 of them. And I was just doing a story yesterday on the... Um, nft podcast instagram if you're not on there already i do a lot of other stuff on there that i don't do on the podcast that you can tune into but i was talking about how uh, CryptoPunks right now are undervalued significantly because they are basically the face of nfts and because there's so few users in the nft space compared to what there will be in the next three to five years um that's just going to increase the overall uh valuation and perceived valuation uh, our overall valuation of CryptoPunk. So in other words, the value will go up because there's going to be a greater demand for them because there's going to be more people in the marketplace wanting something like a CryptoPunk, especially when things like fractionalization come into play, which means that you can now uh, then own a piece of an NFT. I'm sure that that will come into play um, at some stage uh, while people will try to attempt it anyway. Don't know if it will be successful in an attempt because I think people like the idea that it is uh, fungible, meaning there's only one of them. And then because I'm the owner of just this one and no one else, right? There's that sense of, um, uh, yeah, there's that sense of ownership and that social currency that's involved with that sense of ownership. I mean, at the end of the day, if I shared um, the ownership of a Ferrari with someone else, it wouldn't be as awesome as if I own the whole Ferrari myself, right? So that's my point. Um, so study the trends, right? You look at CryptoPunks, there's a lot, like there's these pixelated ones, there's IMX Punks, which is coming out on Immutable X, which is the new uh, marketplace for the Ethereum uh, blockchain for NFTs as Immutable X. So uh, just ImmutableX.com, I believe, or something like that. You can just Google it, you'll find it, but it's layer two of Ethereum, which means that there's going to be no gas fees, so no exchange fees. It's just basically you're only paying the fee that actually says um, how many Ether you're paying it for, Ether being the coin of Ethereum or the token of Ethereum that you use to buy things, right? So uh, now if you look at other things like crypto apes, um, crypto, uh, there's uh, crypto Kongs, I think they're called. I can't remember what they're called, but you look at these different crypto something rathers, right? And they do really well, really, really well. A lot of them, right? But then there's, there's, um, there's cryptodes as well, right? Um, cryptodes are doing well as well. Um, they're not doing too well compared to what they were doing, uh, but these pixelated images seem to do really well before. I don't know about now. I don't know about going forward, but just simply because up until now, people have seen the fact that CryptoPunks have done so well, the pixelated images seem to do well. Why don't we do the same, right? So people have followed that trend and some of them have done, done well. Some of them have done terribly, right? Some of them have flopped because they've been money grabs. So in other words, the people behind the projects have simply just wanted a bunch of cash from selling the NFTs and then not had a vision with the NFTs. So they flopped. In other words, the project just flops because people realized, oh, right, great. Um, these NFTs are now worthless because <laughs> the, the people behind them aren't doing anything with them. And therefore, the community's perceived value of the NFTs goes down. And that's what decreases the actual value of the NFT because people now start selling the NFTs, realizing, oh, these are worthless. Let's get out of this project. So they sell it. And then people try to uh, undermine each other with price. So basically, it's a race to the cheapest. And as uh, demand decreases, but as uh, supply is increasing because of the fact that people are wanting to sell, of course, the floor price plummet. But oh my gosh, floor price plummets. Try to say that very quickly three times. <laughs> now, um, the another trend is apes. So you see a lot of apes. 
Um, so, you know, like I said, crypto apes, uh, you see the um, crypto Kongs or whatever they're called. I can't remember what they're called now. Um, you will see um, uh, gambling apes. You'll see, um, uh, you'll see so many ape projects. You'll see that in vFriends, um, within the vFriends space, there are apes within the vFriends uh 10,255 tokens there are so many apes as well and they do quite well right so even the apes within certain projects will do well because of the fact that apes seem to be a hype idea or identity right and the reason why apes is such a big thing is because of two reasons right one is because of border ape yacht club right hence why you know because that's done so well that's the second most valuable uh, nft project that exists at the moment of course underneath uh, um, crypto punks and then of course uh, there's a word where you say or a term that you might say called ape in on, on a project which means that you don't know much about the project but you saw the project and you jumped in on it and otherwise you just bought an nft piece of that project which means i aped them on the project so that's just some lingo you might see uh, within the nft space as well uh, so apes is another one and then uh, Gary Vaynerchuk has been talking about who's really big in the NFT space has been talking about how uh, photography NFT projects are going to start doing well so you um, actually there's one called twin flames and if I go right now onto OpenSea and I search up twin flames okay so you can get OpenSea the app which is great. Uh, you can't purchase directly on OpenSea application yet uh, on your phone. You can only do it on the website, but you can actually still, now you can use the MetaMask app, right? So if you've got your MetaMask app, which is your wallet on your phone, you can actually start purchasing NFTs now on your phone and you're in that wallet, by the way, I didn't actually know this until recently, um, but I'm sure that we come, there'll come a time not too, not too long when you can do it all on your phone very easily. So if I go Twin Flames on OpenSea, um, there's Justin, Aversano, Twin Flames, uh, Kyanotype Collection, right? That released in mid-2018. Wow, that's three years old, right? More than three years old. Now, the lowest floor price, but there's only 10 items of this. The lowest floor price is 1,000 Ethereum. Bear in mind, one Ethereum is equivalent to something like 6,800 New Zealand dollars over 4,000 US dollars, right? That is insane. So in other words, uh, what's in other words, the cheapest project here is 4 million USD. In other words, almost 7 million New Zealand. That's the cheapest project, by the way, guys. Cheapest, right? There's some here, there's one here that's listed at 5,528 Ethereum. That is insanity. That is equivalent to what? That's over 20 million US dollars, right? That's insane. So that's one of his projects. His second project is uh, Twin Flames collection of 100. So now there's 100 of these. Now the floor price is 190 Ether, which is still insanity. So these are just photos, right? These are literally just still photos that someone got with their um, camera. That's not like smartly designed digital art, but of course, you know, of course, photography is worth a lot. Um, but depending on who's behind it now, because of course he's a famous photographer, his work is valued highly, right? Now I'm, I'm assuming that if you bought the NFT project, you'd also get the uh, downloadable um, PNG or whatever um, you end up getting 
So that being a big project that's blown up fairly recently, uh, from my understanding anyway, uh, that I feel like is going to lead the way for photography projects, the way that uh, CryptoPunks has led the way for uh, still image projects and the way that um, so many other artists have led the way for uh, GIF projects, right? So moving motion sort of image projects. Um, and uh, yeah, there's just so many different projects where th uh, certain projects are leading the way with their own thing, right? So for example, uh, VFriends is leading the way with project utility, right? Because, you know, I've got a VFriends, so I get access to VCon, right? So again, it's just looking for these trends. Now there's so many projects bringing real life utility like um, Gambling Apes does parties. I just invested um, the other day into Fat Apes, which also as well uh, does, uh, I think like twice a year meetups um, in the States, right? And I'm gonna go to the States next year. So I'm gonna go to some NFT meetups, woo. Uh, so yeah, that's the other thing is follow the, um, the trends or look for the trends or study the trends and see what trends are doing well. So um, there'll be more trends to come for sure. So sort of, look, um, so keep an eye out for those trends. Uh, the other thing as well that is fantastic as a tool is find projects that you think will do well and watch them for a week. Watch them for a week. Just watch them, right? So um, if you go to Rarity Tools, I believe it's like rarity.tools, I think it is, is the website. Or you can just type in Rarity Tools NFTs on Google and you'll find it. Um, but if you go to Rarity Tools, some projects will pay Rarity Tools to have their project put up there. And that's a tool that people will go to to see up and coming projects. So in the, in the next sort of few days, up and coming. And you can go there, find a project and uh, commit to watching that project and see what happens. So you find like uh, maybe three to five to maybe even 10 projects, write them down, write down what their price is going to be when they, uh, when they release them. And instead, of course, because this podcast um, episode is about not actually spending money, but learning from the projects without spending any money, instead, write down the price they're going for, write down the project, write down why you think it's going to do well, and write down as well what your prediction is in one week's time in terms of floor price, okay? If this is a long-term study period that you're in, so say you really want to um, start to invest, but you're keen, to, you're happy to wait for another month or so before you invest, then do one week and one month from now in terms of the prediction, all right? And just literally um, come back to these projects in a week's time on OpenSea or on whatever platform they're on and see what floor price they are at, right? And that way you'll be able to see how close you were to your prediction. Uh, then you can go into the project and look at in, in terms of if you did execute on the prediction correctly with one week's, in one, within one week's time, all right? Ask yourself why, why did it make it uh, to the price point that I assumed it would in one week's time? If it does not, ask the same key word, why? Why did it not make it to the, what I predicted in terms of a floor price? And if you look at that, you'll be able to start to see uh, little patterns that will start to come through and you'll really start to um, use, utilizing this beautiful uh, brain recognition tool that we have as human beings, uh, we, uh, sorry, pattern recognition tool that we have as human beings, we can recognize these patterns and intuitively start to get a sense of which projects would do well, which projects won't. And eventually you just get to a point where you're just so sharp and onto it, where you're pretty much onto it most of the time with the guess on whether a project will do well or not. And when you get to that point, it's 
pretty worthwhile putting your funds into that space and putting your money where your mouth is. And then, of course, if you've got um, a more long-term vision for a project, then, yeah, you've got the one-month prediction. Again, ask why did it succeed and or why did it fail? Then you can get an understanding and start to see the patterns that come through from the three to five to ten projects that you practice a prediction on. So this is a great tool, great way to learn um, and understand NFTs without actually needing to put any money into it, right? So I actually still do this with some NFTs even though I invest my money into NFTs, right? Now, of course, I'm naturally going to be psychologically more committed and emotionally more committed when I own a piece of the project. So um, you might want to start with maybe two or three cheap projects, you know, that are minting uh, at, you know, a price below 0.1 Ether. Uh, and then, you know, you're naturally going to be more emotionally committed. So you're probably going to be in the Discord. You're going to be amongst the community. Uh, you're going to be watching it more often. So you'll really get an understanding of how it's working. So that's probably that's definitely the better way to go about it. But if you don't want to spend any money at this point in time, that is the best strategy, in my opinion, to go about learning about what works and what doesn't in NFTs. And the fourth and final tool is a very cool tool. I only found it about... Um, maybe a month and a half, two months ago. It's called IC Tools. Okay, so IC.tools is a website. IC as an ICY.tools, T double O L S, right? Um, and if you go to this website, I'll actually get it up now on my phone so I can walk you through it as I'm uh, looking at it. Uh, but essentially, what it will do is uh, it'll say trending collections, right? It's better done on, on your laptop or on your computer over your phone because your phone, it, you can't see everything at once. But if you go to trending collections right now, if I refresh the page, I'll see what's at the top, right? Okay, cool. Divine Anarchy, okay, or Anarchy, or however you say the word, um, is the top one in the last one hour. So I'm, I'm on the one hour point. If I go to two hours, the last two hours, the trending collection is still Divine Anarchy. Um, the last 12 hours, the Divine Anarchy goes to number three, Angry Apes, which is a one that I was looking at, but I decided not to get into it. I didn't think it was going to be a great long-term project, probably a good flip. Um, that's just my opinion. It might do well. Don't think it will, personally. Um, uh, is the top in the last 12 hours of trending collections, all right? Last one day, so last 24 hours. Angry Apes is up there as well. Divine Anarchy is number three still. Last three days, over the last three days, Angry Apes is number one again, and Divine Anarchy is uh, number two, right? Now, uh, the, what is rating it off is it's rating it off right now, I believe, uh, how, much the, um, how much growth uh, has occurred um, I'm not sure exactly which one it's looking at, whether it's looking at floor sales, um, average, I'm assuming it's looking at overall, um, no, not overall volume. It's probably looking, uh, I'd say it's looking at growth. So overall, no, not necessarily, yeah. I'm actually not sure what it's looking at exactly. It's looking at quite a few different metrics. So I'm assuming what it does in Isotools is it gets an average or um, average count of all the metrics that have shifted and grown and takes an average count of that and decides, okay, which is the top based on the averages that we've accumulated. That's what I'm assuming based on this. So if I look at the last three days in terms of trending collections, Angry Apps is number one. Its floor price right now is zero, um, sorry, floor sales is 0 .0, um, 0 0.105 um, in terms of how much it's gone up in the last three days. The average floor price right now is around about 0.2, it's saying. Uh, the volume traded is 470.5 Ether, 
um, just in the last three days and the amount of sales is over 2000 sales. Now I can actually go and click on Angry Apps on IC Tools. It'll take me now to um, uh, a little another page and I'll say I can go to its official website, I can go to its OpenSea, I can go to its Discord, I can go check it out on Etherscan, that's a topic for another day, and I can go onto its Twitter. Right now you can pay um, as little as 62 US dollars per month to see charts of um, any collections. I believe, you, um, I don't know if it's still the case, but you used to be able to pay 0.03 Ether if you connect your wallet. You, um, I think you might be able to still do that. But if you connect your wallet, you pay that and that's a membership in order to, I think it might be even lifetime membership to access IC tools. Um, I don't know if they still do it, but it seems like they're doing a premium at $62 per month, which is probably the substitute or the new way to go about it. Now I'm going to go check out um, Angry Apps on OpenSea. So now I'm loading on OpenSea and see what the floor price is. So the floor price now is 0.18. So it's gone down a little bit since uh, IC Tools last took their records. So of course IC Tools isn't purely up to date. So it's not up to date by the minute or the second, but I think it's every few minutes or so or whatever that is. Uh, so that's how that's a great way to check it um, I like to look if I'm looking at a trending collection look at the last one hour um, because it's more recent if you end up um, paying for a membership you'll be able to look at the last 15 minutes and last 30 minutes so that way you can get into a project early as it starts to rise now I've caught on to a couple of projects that I've made a little bit of profit on with IC tools but I've also caught on to projects where I've lost money on because I've seen something that's been growing in the last hour. I've been like, oh my God, right? They've grown a thousand percent in terms of um, sales compared to where they were an hour before that in the last hour. That is insane. This is clearly a project that's on the start of a bull run. I'm going to jump in. And I jumped in and then it was already on the end of the bull run. So people were now starting to sell because they're already making some profits from it. So they're selling. And they're, by the time they're out, I've just gotten in and then I've lost money right? Because now all of a sudden I brought high and now I've had to sell low, which is not ideal, right? Uh, so that's where it can be dangerous. So you want to be very careful around this. So instead just use it as a research tool to start with. And then eventually uh, in time, you might use it more as a practical tool, especially if you buy the membership and get the 15 and 30 minute trending collection pointers. All right, okay. Now you can also see as well um, how much gas is. Right now gas is 176 guai, which is a measurement of it. So G-W-E-I is a measurement of how much gas is worth and otherwise the exchange fee on, um, on the Ethereum blockchain to, in order to buy uh, and sell and trade tokens at the moment. So uh, that's really it, really, guys. Um, the, I mean, if I was, if I personally looked at metrics, I'd probably look at okay, how many uh, sales has this had um, percentage-wise. That's probably the thing, the key parameter that I'd be looking at. And I might look at okay, how much has the floor risen, right? So I'd look at maybe those two metrics as the main metrics personally, um, rather than overall volume. Um, so I'll look at what volume is basically sales times the floor price really ish um sort of not not quite but close to it um so i'd be looking at that how much percentage has it gone up not how many numbers because um yeah that way we can see the ratio we can see how much it's growing and we can see whether or not it's going to be uh, practical to jump on a project like that um that's more so for the cheaper projects but as you get more expensive with the projects and you're looking at maybe one two or three ether or more if you're in that uh, in that bandwidth in terms of the amount that you're able to invest, then then I'd look at the numbers, not the percentage. 
So the reason being is because if you went in on a project that say was 0.2 ether and you sold it for 0.4 ether, right? You're taking into account also the gas fees, right? Which can it literally be up to 0.1 ether, if not up to 0.2 ether. You're also taking in the fees that you're paying to OpenSea. You're taking in the royalties that go to the project itself. So in other words, even if you bought something at 0.2, sold it at 0.4, it's very probable that you could have even lost money even though you thought you made a profit. So these are things that you want to look at and be very careful with because I've made these mistakes many times myself where I've thought I've made money, but I've actually lost it. So these are the four things that you can look at uh, in order to learn more about NFTs and what's good and what isn't uh, without needing to lose any money along the way. All right, um, and those four, just to summarize, all right, look at the people behind the projects, look at the trends of all the different projects that are going on. Uh, so study the people, study the trends, uh, find three to five to 10 projects that you can just focus on and watch and observe and learn about and see how good you are at getting your predictions right. And then uh, the fourth and final one is using IC.tools as a tool. Funny that. So that's it guys. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed it. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to drop it in there that if uh, any of you are interested in help around your investing, okay? And this isn't, uh, by the way, financial advice guys, I need to put that in there. Um, but if you want any assistance or any aid, then uh, my business partner and I have initiated a amazing investment company where we can help you guys to make uh, more advised and more crystal clear decisions in terms of where to put your money in NFT. So uh, we do only work with aligned people and also uh, we only work with people uh, who are willing to put a minimum of uh, 15,000 New Zealand dollars into the projects so that we can really make sure that we're putting um, the investment into the right places. So uh, with that being said, uh, if you found you this very valuable, then please go ahead and give it a good old share, um, tell a friend, uh, subscribe and give it a good old six star rating, which isn't possible, so give it a five. <laughs> anyway, I love you guys. Um, this really helps us reach more people and also as well helps me bring you guys more content because the more views, and ratings that this podcast gets, the more likely I am to jump on here more often, more frequently, and give you guys the information that I want to give you guys. So uh, lots of love, guys. Have a beautiful day, beautiful evening, and I will see you next time. Bye.